Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021, the Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Welcome along, here's another edition of the IPL 2021 Daily Podcast. And uh, blimey, that was quite an exciting game, wasn't it? Punjab Kings do not know how to do things the easy way. That was a game of drop catches, of nearly catches, of plenty of nearlys, to be honest, as we went through that one. But it's a very important victory for Punjab. It keeps them well and truly in the hunt, takes them into the gaggle on 10 points. And it certainly means that regardless of what happens, the last two rounds of matches in this tournament are going to be rather exciting. I'm joined today by Harry, by Neil and by Anand to talk through today's match and everything else besides and uh, Anand good to see you again that was a very exciting match you, you always felt that Punjab Kings were going to just fall flat on their faces they always seem to but they actually managed to get across the line this time I, I think Punjab Kings are made for entertainment I think this whole season as well as previous seasons they keep you know giving us these twists and turns and you saw that today right I mean there were so many times when you thought well okay this is not going to go their way so but I, I really give them credit because there's a couple of folks who I think have changed things around there I think Bishnoi uh, needs to get a ton of credit as what he's done so far uh, you know I think if you look at previous seasons, uh, the last season that he played compared to this season, you know, there's certainly improvement. This kid is coming on in leaps and bounds and people are unable to pick him. And I think the second person, again, you know, not a star, but Arshdeep. I think uh, just, you know, three wickets, three very important wickets, you know, to me, I think they took the game away from KKR. So He's I know becoming some, a star. He's becoming a star, Anand. I know we always talk about the KL Rahuls and, you know, we want to talk about uh, the, the the Chris Gales, the Purans and all that. And But, you know, here we go, you know, Arshdeep is 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 really doing very well so you know i think they did they did excellently well and they actually pulled kkr back towards the end of the uh, you know when kkr were what 90 for two 
11th over. Yeah, I mean, KKR, they, they finished with 165 for seven. I was thinking, I always work on two two runs per ball over the last three overs because that's, that's attainable. That would have taken them all up to about 175, 176. As it, as it turned out, that would have been enough. Harry, it is fantastic to have you back on the podcast. I know we had bad internet connection last time you were with us, but yeah. uh, I was hearing you loud and clear before we pressed go live. But how did you see that match today? I mean, as I told you earlier, James, I just wanted, you know, KKR to win because, uh, again, I'll put it out here as a CSK fan I'm afraid of MI coming into the playoffs and you know thrashing us so I was like all behind KKR I'll put it I don't I, I don't regret saying that and it was a game of um, as we said drop catches really wasn't it catch chances we had the Chapathi nearly not quite it would have been an incredible catch if they'd given it uh, and then the final ball he let it slip through his fingers it was that he was that close wasn't it but catches win matches yeah so uh, I know on one more thing you know the first over Morgan drop and you had again Tripathi I think he dropped poor on early on in the in like uh, pretty easy catch so uh, any one of the catches taken you know because Mayang had close to some 30-40 runs and Puran had if I'm not wrong you know 10-50 runs so that could have gone a long way but uh, the Shah Rukh Khan catches were quite difficult and I can understand you know if the first catch were you know Venkatesh said that was a very sensational try and you know those catches can be excused but the first early ones you know the, you have to take the, those are regulation catches yeah. and when your captain drops a catch he can't go uh, you know uh, ask other fielders so it's kind of difficult for him also that, that Venkatesh eye catch um, the needy catch on the bound it was one of those, wasn't it, where he, he didn't quite throw it back far enough and then his momentum couldn't take him back over and he slipped and fell in a big bundle. Um, it was a shame for him. Um, how did you see that uh, Chapathi catch, Neil? Uh, I know on our WhatsApp group it was basically split down the middle, I think. I personally saw it initially... Um, I thought it was out. Then I watched it again, thought it was not out. And I think I, I flipped about eight times before thinking probably the third umpire has done the right thing there. There's just too much doubt there to really give it authoritatively and say that was definitely gone. Personally, I thought it was out. I thought he'd got his fingers underneath the ball before his hand and the ball went down towards the turf. But This um, will only work on the video um, version of this, but I thought he had his fingers underneath it and then his fingers kind of like went forward like that and the ball maybe just grazed the soil before. I think that's what the umpire... That's how the umpire gave it not out because he thought the momentum took the ball back onto the ground before he then brought it back up again. Yeah, I, I to be honest, I, I thought he'd got his fingers underneath it, but I don't have any complaints about it being given not out because certainly on uh, on my iPad, the quality of the pictures wasn't good enough to to make a determination well, one a way or the other. You weren't the third umpire then, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, if that's what they were getting themselves, um, am, am I right in thinking that? Um, the soft signal was too hard for us to tell, so we're not going to take a choice one way or the other. There is no soft signal in the IPL, apparently. That's the rule. They don't give well, a soft signal. They they give all of the authority to the third umpire, which I think is the right thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw, what, six months ago, um, was it Yadav and, and Milan, um, where the umpire was, you know, 50 yards away and had to give a... Give a signal. They can't tell from from that distance uh, one way or the other, and it shouldn't be definitive. So I thought that was good, and I thought Bish slapping KP down when he said, "Yeah, fielder always knows." Was uh, that was the highlight of the game for me? To be honest, I think uh, that's the champagne moment of the tournament. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, but oh, that that would have been an absolute stunner. Um, no, no fault to him there. Uh, is drop a poor run uh, earlier on the Morgan drop the uh, the drop for the six to 
to win it and the DK and I'm not sure was it Rana where KP that was bizarre, uh, sorry. wasn't it because DK yeah. left that ball for the fielder coming in and the fielder had left that for him and they basically just fell in a heap and one of them should have definitely taken it and I, I agree with you we were talking before we press go live that should have been the fielder's catch because he was running towards it yeah and- yeah, it was actually Varun Chakravarti so Dinesh Kadik and Varun Chakravarti communicate actually very well and I don't know how they missed that they're actually pretty good communicators they both speak Tamil they've you know played alongside each other so there, there wasn't really a long time to have a massive conversation though Harry was there yeah but you know these some you know some cues when oh, he, he speaks with him like very well when he bowls so it's just that I didn't expect these two players to do that like with the Dhoni Bravo one um, you know generally you always say the guy who's got the gloves he should go for it but surely my view is someone who's facing the ball rather than running backwards is always going to be in a best position gloves or no gloves and on both occasions here I think that fielder would have been able to take it simply but in the end uh, gave way to the authority of the wicketkeeper and captain stroke former captain for for DK um, who had a much harder I actually thought DK had a poor match behind the sticks he he fumbled a few and he he looked um, he he can tell when I only can relate it to my own club career but you know when you've you know you're having a poor game and you're looking around the field for somebody to tell you it's all right and nobody really was with DK because they knew that he was having a bit of a howler. He, uh, he he wasn't having a good game. Um, straw poll time. Let's have a quick zip around the the group. Chapathi's catch, out or not out? Anand? Not out. Neil? Out. Harry? Not out. James? Not out. So we're giving, we're going with the third umpire. Um, and good job that Neil on his iPad with the fuzzy pitches wasn't actually in charge today because it could have been an entirely different result, couldn't it? Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. Um, Venkatesh Ayer, Anand. What a little star he is. 26 years old, 27 years old, is he? Um, 67 from 49 today, nine fours and a six. He just keeps on doing it. I saw um, Baz McCullum interviewed about him fairly early in the tournament. And he said he might be one of these players that's a little bit hit and miss. You know, 100 one day, then three noughts and then 100 again. He's not turning out to be that at all. He's he's a very composed, very assured, very impressive fella. Uh, definitely is. And I think part of that also helps that he is 26. So he's got a little bit of experience under him. But I think that's the best part of the IPL. You get to see some of these talents come out. We have seen Sakarya come out. We have seen, we just talked about Arshdeep. There are people who are coming out of nowhere and you look at them and say, okay, these these guys are really talented. So, I mean, what he's got 193-odd runs at 142. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. When you look at 
who's leading the batting for KKR right now? It's not the big stars. It's Tripathi, it's Rana, and now Ayer. And, you know, Shubman Gill has had a hit or miss uh, start so far. So it's incredible what he's done. I think just amazing. What, five matches? Four matches? Five matches. He's going he's gonna to be in demand as well, Alan, because he can obviously turn his arm over as well. He's a decent fielder. He gives you a little bit of everything, doesn't he? Uh, definitely he does. And I think, uh, was there somebody in commentary mentioned, can we get him into the India T20, T20 I scored for the World Cup? And I was like, well, let's hold on just a second. He's played five matches. Look, he's done amazingly well. And let's see how he goes. It looks very organized. There's quite a few in that queue, isn't there? Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, Venkatesh Iyer, Neil, he's obviously been saved from a career in chartered accountancy as well, hasn't he? <laughs> oh, he's got that going on in the background. Uh, he's... He's flying the flag for us all out there. I think actually... Is, is, is he going to be the poster boy? He's, got, he's going to be up on the wall of every chart accountancy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but he, he's uh, he's flying the flag for us. I think actually um, him and uh, Chakravarti, I think Baz was saying when they spoke to him, you know, it gives them a, um, a, a certain grounding so that their mood isn't going to... Uh, come and go just on the basis of their last performance. Yeah. Um, they're they're going to have a, a certain perspective on the IPL and on life, which can only help them because this game is so volatile, um, especially when it comes to the IPL and your fortunes um, being tied into it. I mean, we've seen friend of the show, Tamal Mills, got a, a record-breaking uh, contract one year, hasn't been picked up since. Good World Cup, uh, mega auction coming up. Coming up, he could get another massive contract again. But those highs and lows, if you don't have that perspective that a life outside cricket um, provides, that you know most of these guys get into cricket and stay in it and have a sheltered life from the age of 12, 13. Oh, no. Um, I mean, I, I've worked in, in county cricket and you see the youngsters coming into that and they're they're fairly grounded and, and clubs try and give them a little bit of a guide about what life's about, but they get the laundry done for them. They get, you know, I, I, I know I've spoken to a few professional cricketers that when they retired, they suddenly realised they had to pay the utility bills in their own house and things like that. You know, the things like that are just kind of like looked after. Harry, Arshdeep Singh, Anand's already mentioned him, but he's a real player, isn't he? And I, I love his attitude as well because he looks a very humble, simple, Paul, fairly sort of um, shy kind of chap, but he knows how to bowl a cricket ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a. I mean, I know the commentators are all going gaga over him. That's all. That's all. Whenever I turn on the commentary across languages, all I hear is commentators all all going gaga over him. He, I, I, if I'm not wrong, he was also on the Sri Lanka tour, but didn't play the matches. I'm, I'm not sure if that happened. So, I mean, he's going again with the auction coming up. He's one guy you teams will be looking to. Like Eagles picking out their prey, they'll be looking to pick him out. And one more fun fact, Varun Chakravarti has acted in a movie, Tamil movie. He does three things. He's an architect as well. Oh, he, he can't be talented three ways. Yeah. That's just not fair. Yeah. But the thing is, the, the, you know, the movie was like, you know, the life of a cricketer and the film was shot in his cricket club. So he got featured as one of the teammates of the hero. I don't, I don't think there ever has been a good cricket movie, has there? Lagan is brilliant. Yeah. 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 Have you ever watched Bodyline? That t- the BBC TV series, which was... Oh, no, I didn't see that. that, so, that, that of, of its time, that was quite good, actually, it has to be said. Fun fact on that, Bodyline was actually presented on Doodarsan in India. So growing up as a kid, I actually did watch Bodyline... Uh, um, and I, I'm pretty sure it's the same one that BBC produced. So it was, yeah, it, it even made its appearance out in India. It was very popular, I think. Yeah, no, it, it was it was good for what it was. It was good.
good. And yeah, they, they obviously, had, they, I think it's had quite a decent cast in it as well at the time. So I think I, I, I searched around it. We're going completely off to, off topic here, but searched around on YouTube recently. I actually found it on YouTube. So you can actually watch it um, on YouTube if you get a, a spare few minutes, listeners, and uh, catch it with the uh, the, the Bodyline uh, series. It's a, it was a BBC drama series, effectively. and I sent the badger a message and now I'm on the podcast with this jingle. If you would like to get in touch with the Cricket Badger podcast, then tweet at cricket underscore badger. KL Rahul today, Anand, um, 67 from 55, hit four fours and two sixes. But it was one of those innings where it was almost like he was trying to get out every over. He, he got dropped a few times, gave plenty of chances. The, the one we've spoken about with DK's, he, he should have taken that. Uh, and then he did what KL Rahul does, get out in the final over and leave everybody else all tense. You know, it's interesting. Uh, when we look at talented batsmen, I think KL's right up there with every one of them. And I think KL can be far more destructive than he actually is. I know today was sort of chancy, but I think what really helps KL is Mayank. When Mayank is there with KL, KL can take his time. You know, I think yeah. at the end of the sixth over, he was going to run a ball, but Mayank is the enforcer. He's the guy who goes out and, you know, really gives them a kickstart. That allows KL to take his time and try to stay there in the end. Obviously, it didn't work out again today, and he could have been out of quite a few times, but, you know, leading scorer right now. So, uh, you know, if that template works, it works, but I think it really depends on Mayank. KL's right up there as one of the, I think he's the MVP in the, in the whole tournament at the moment which makes Neil frown every time I mentioned that but they added 70 for the first wiki today they made sure they didn't have 100 because there's that stat isn't there if when, all their 100 partnerships have led to defeat so uh, they made sure that uh, Mayank got out a little bit earlier to see them across the line yeah uh, we mentioned earlier or, or Alan mentioned earlier two stars of the Punjab Kings side but there's another new member of the Kim Punjab Kings fraternity and Terry the Tarantula who apparently he was sat on the sofa at uh, Claire's house today when she was out doing her work and uh, he'll, be, he'll have been punching the air with all of his eight legs won't he today because uh, Punjab Kings they've really given themselves a chance haven't they Neil because if you th- this was an absolute cracking four pointer of a game because you'd got um, if um, KKR had won today they'd have put four points between them and Punjab Kings two games to go Punjab wouldn't have really had a chance that win today for Punjab gives them a real sniff yeah I mean they they've definitely got the opportunity and if they manage to win today's game in spite of KL Rahul you know if he actually starts playing for the team rather than himself then there's no end to what they can do in terms of qualifying for uh, the eliminator I I thought it was a a poor poor innings today um, where he spent half uh, half the balls going at um, a run rate about one ball and over less than what he needed to and made everyone else make up for it. There is, there is something in his head, though, which isn't just selfishness. He's the captain. He also knows that he is the linchpin because he sees at the other end they come in and they hit the ball in the air and get out. He knows that it, there is a lot resting on his shoulders because if he gets out, it can all fall apart. So I do think there is a little bit of playing for the team and trying to lead them through it. I don't know because we've seen KL Roll be the best T20 player in the world. Um, just just three years ago 2018 KL Rahul when him and Chris Gale were opening up is one of the best T20 players I've ever seen in my life Mm. 2020 KL Rahul and onwards has just been a drag on the team's momentum and other players have to play in a more chancy way to make up for his uh, his lack of impetus Um, there's a reason that whenever there's a hundred partnership between him and Mayank they lose it's because they spend uh, up until the 12th or 13th over to get to that hundred 
there's a couple of things though. You know, I, I do th- I do agree with Neil that KL has taken a, a, a step back. He's not as dominating as he can be because this guy is really talented. However, who on that team is now, right now making the runs? I feel that this is part of the team strategy. Now, I could be wrong. I'm not part of the, you know, we got to reach out to Claire and find out, you know, get the inner gossip from the team. But to me, who's making runs? So Mayank's making runs. After Mayank, the next person, so uh, KL's got 500 odd runs. Mayank is 372 runs. After that, nobody is making runs. So Chris Gale has got about 190 and Chris Gale's gone back to chill out. I get, you know, have some rum and chill out on the beaches, I think. Huda has got 160 runs. Shah Rukh Khan, who obviously hit a couple of sixes today, 129 runs. And Markram now, you know, has come out and he's got a few runs. But there's really nobody in that batting attack who's kind of taken that up. So I wonder whether if they're a little more balanced within the team, can KL go and, you know, really play the way he can play? I think Poran's key to that, Alan, because I think Nicholas Poran is somebody who does come in and hits the ball hard from the off and scores quick runs, you know, 70 off 40 balls or something like that. And if he's doing that, that takes the pressure off KL Rahul. If he's doing that more regularly, then KL Rahul could probably play a little bit more like the Neil knows and loves from two or three years ago. Who knows wins? Put your money where your mates are. There's over 25,000 players and over £1 million already won. The biggest community pot was £31,000 and there's over 12,000 leagues created. Download our free app and play against your friends and family with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows wins in a different league. Sherrick Khan, Harry. I watched him walk out today and I was absolutely amazed by the size of his feet. He was stood next to um, KL Rahul in the middle there and he's got twice the size feet as KL Rahul. The bloke's a big fella and he can hit the ball a long way as well, can he? Definitely. He's six foot. I, I mean, I've, I've been seeing the TNP for the past two, three years and he has been he has been smacking it all over for TNPL and as well as for the Tamil Nadu state team. And if I'm not wrong, he did play at, he did play for India in the under-19 level and, you know, he scored a bulk of friends and at that point of time he used to even be an all-rounder he used to bowl off spin and pick up wickets so he was an absolute superstar it was predicted that he'd become a big player you know like two three years back so i'm not surprised but uh, i think punjab could use him a little bit better today was fine but you know the even in the last two three matches i think he would have gi- given something so i hope in the next in the next cycle he goes to a team where he's his potential is made full use of that's one of the really interesting sideshows of this tournament harry isn't it the, the mega auction just around the corner um we're kind of all trying to work out in our own heads who are going to be retained, who they might try and get the right to match for, and who's going to be released into the wild to then find another franchise. It's a really interesting little sort of play within the play as we go through the rest of this tournament, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the fact is that we don't even know whether it will be two players, three players, four players, how much overseas and how much Indian. So mm. I think the rules will definitely change. They are, they are like contemplating about it. So, uh, I mean, we can just keep, you know, we'll have fun predicting who will be going and that will be that will be a very fun activity i think you should do a podcast for that yeah i mean i was actually thinking the other day we should do a live podcast for the auction and then i thought it's about 12 hours long over two days isn't it it's, I'd, I'd be asleep oh it goes on for hours isn't it it really does and then do you have a little pool of players that nobody's interested in at all which kind of just kind of drags on and on and on and then you get the occasional highlight where somebody comes in and everybody starts bidding for them and that kind of grabs the attention later on but we could probably recap that after the event rather than doing it live and and the uh, the 
one by Indians, which is our team. I, I no longer hide it on this podcast. Um, <laughs> that result today, actually, I think opens opens the door a little bit for Mumbai. And yeah, they've got a game in hand now. If they win that, they, they jump above, don't they? Uh, they certainly do. And as a as a Mumbai boy, you know, and, and, you know, a huge Mumbai Indians fan, I think, you know, we still have everything under control, irrespective of what happened with this game, primarily because they've shown it in the past. Now, there is a remarkable lack of form going on in that middle order, which you wouldn't think keeps on extending through the tournament. So it should be interesting how Mumbai Indians actually respond back. But I got full confidence that they'll 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 be in the thick of things and it should be a fun, fun, you know, next week to see what happens with some of these matches. Neil, you've almost become a neutral badger on this podcast now, <laughs> with, with SRH completely out of the running. Um, how do you see this tournament panning out over the next week or so with the, the remaining group games? Do you see Mumbai coming through? Do you see KKR maybe have lost a little bit of momentum today? Punjab Kings, renewed belief. Rajasthan Royals, if they win their game, they go on to that gaggle on 10 points as well. It's it's pretty wide open, isn't it, for that fourth spot? Yeah, I mean, I was, I was backing KKR um, this time last week, the way that they were playing, um, you know, Dreyrus was uh, adding something with um, the bowling, especially, but also a little bit with the batting. And Venkatesh Iyer um, had lengthened their uh, their batting lineup quite a lot, and I thought they looked really good today. They got the lineup wrong. You shouldn't. Where, where was Dreyrus today, by the way? Where was he? Is he injured? Uh, he um, he did something to his knee, didn't he? In in the last game, and had to had to go off. Um, Every time he st- I start getting excited about him because I, I love watching him because he's just all out muscle and firepower isn't he and then he just gets injured and it's a shame isn't it for him yeah people when they go to the gym they only work up a body don't they ne- never with the base and his knees are made out of balsa wood <laughs> they, they've been uh, they've been an issue for a long time which is such a shame because he's just uh, absolute box office Claire's telling us I mean Claire's basically been rabbiting away on the comments all the way through this as you could probably expect because her motivational chat yesterday seems to have done the trick and Terry the Tarantula is very very happy as well but um, she's saying that uh, Dre Russ it's a knee and hamstring injury so not just not just the one area oh that yeah that's not not good at all because um he adds so much in both sides and they definitely missed out on the bowling today because Venkatesh Iyer is the new boy in the block, um, but you don't want him and Nitesh Rana to be guaranteed four overs between them. If the conditions are right, they can pop in for one or two, give Morgan options. They can't be the fifth bowler um, like they were today because they were the obvious people to go after. To paraphrase um, Tim Wigmore and... Uh, and Freddie Wilde from uh, Cricket 2.0. You don't spend £12 million on a uh, on a lineup and have Venkateshire or Corey Anderson, as it was in that case, bowling your 20th over. You are listening to the Cricket Badger Podcast. There's a rat in the kitchen, what am I gonna do? There's a rat in the kitchen, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna get a black rat, Cricket Bat. He fans. The best kit available to maximise those scoring opportunities from BlackRatCricket.com. Bats made by cricketers for cricketers. Make 2021 count with Black Rat Cricket. Harry, the um, Owen Morgan situation, he's obviously an incredible tactician. He's a motivator. He knows what he wants that team to do. And he's you know, allied with Baz McCullum, 
they've got similar kind of ideologies in terms of T20 cricket. But where's his next run coming from? He's basically gone through this IPL averaging about 10 with the bat. Can you justify his place in the KKR lineup just purely for leadership? Okay, then. So here I'll drop parallel to CSK. So, you know, I'll do that thing. So what happens in CSK is you have the top three batters. And after Dhoni, you have, you know, Bravo Jadeja doing that. Like, likewise, in KKR, compared to the first half of the IPL, you have the top three Indian batters performing. And after him, he probably has Dinesh Karthik, Russell. He had Russell and, you know, probably Narain. So once, you know, Russell goes off, uh, as Russell was not, you know, the superstar, but still he had that kind of cushion. And so he was like kind of managing it. But today, like, it was like really exposed. And again, Morgan, I don't know what he's going to do. But, you know, I'm even worried, uh, more worried that, I mean, I don't know. He's just not good as a batsman right now. That's So, you know, new person comes to see him, you know, he's going to ask how we see the captain and star batsman of this franchise. A person who's new to cricket, you know, just explain the rules to him and put in that situation. He's going to ask you how easy, how easy on the captain and that's what he, he's going to do. Anansi, can you see a justification for Owen Morgan's place in that side purely on tactics? I mean, the way T20 operates, it's a very short game. You've got um, McCullum, you've got the other coaches that are very close to the action. The on-field leader is obviously a leader and he's important, but is, is Morgan's place under threat, do you think? I think there is certainly a little bit of threat, but then you come back and say, okay, who's going to take over captaincy? Morgan took over from the one person who probably could be captain was Karthik. So at this point, who else comes in? Russell's not playing and I don't know whether Russell wants to take the captaincy role. So who else gets it? You know, so they, they'll need to be... It's a Venkatesh He does everything else. <laughs> at this point, why not? Uh, but, you know, one of the ideas that they could do and, you know, they need to think about this is Shakib. Shakib's not nowhere near as good a batsman as Morgan is because Morgan is really explosive and we all know what he can do. Shakib's not that explosive but Shakib's a decent bowler and I feel that if you're going to use the fifth bowler as Venkatesh Iyer or somebody, maybe you could look at Shakib, make him the captain and make him play. This is though is a big point because when you think about it, Shakib's not as good a T20 player as Morgan is. So they, they you know, this, this certainly is going to involve some strategy. On yeah. those pitches um, you could imagine a Shakib Bangladeshi type bowler doing very well and he, he's experienced um, those sort of dirty pitches which are slow and low with a little bit of turn uh, even if they're not ragging that's what Bangladesh serve up and they've won something like 80% of their home T20s in uh, in the last couple of years they're way ahead of everyone else Shakib is a very canny operator and he's got captaincy experience as well so he's he's an option I hadn't thought of but uh, yeah I agree with Anne that that's definitely an option that said on Morgan you could probably put him with at the level as a tactician as Brearley and Darren Sammy, who have both played in teams as specialist captains, hidden way down the batting order, but their tactical nous has taken them to ashes in the case of the former and two um, World Cup T20 titles uh, in the case of Darren Sammy. So um, there is that option for having um, someone just in there for their captaincy and possibly a big swing and, you know, not for one uh, every so often if he's bringing that much in the field. I'm going to go around as, as a group three times now to finish this podcast off. The first question is should Owen Morgan remain as KKR captain and player um, for the rest of this tournament? Anand, yes or no? Yes. Neil? No. Team Ashwin? Harry? Yeah, he should remain the captain. I think he should as well, but he's under pressure as well. It's a slight concern I think for English people like myself that the English captain is uh, struggling a tad. I was just saying he's better off not performing as an English captain because he has people around him, but that is not the case in KKR. Whatever your team is, you want your captain to be scoring runs or taking wickets 
make it so whatever his speciality is because that rubs off onto his leadership if, you, if you're feeling content and strong within the side you um, have then probably feel more empowered to actually lead the side too which I think is uh, where Harry Morgan's maybe uh, coming a little bit unstuck at the moment tomorrow's game sees um, well we've got actually double header tomorrow haven't we I, I said three questions we've got four questions there's another match to go Mumbai Indians Delhi Capitals just the team name of the winning side tomorrow Mumbai Indians Delhi Capitals Anand I reckon you're going to say Mumbai aren't you definitely Mumbai Neil Mumbai especially if Shaw's not playing Harry Mumbai James Mumbai of course it is and uh, Rajasthan Royals taking on CSK big game for Rajasthan Royals tomorrow can they well CSK are already through will they take the foot off the gas will they allow Rajasthan Royals just to sneak through Anand who wins you got to go by form CSK Neil yeah Chennai by a long way Harry I'm reverse jinxing it and saying Rajasthan oh <laughs> and James is going CSK because I think CSK are playing the best cricket of the lot at the moment uh, and the final question we did this the other day on the podcast but I don't think any of you guys were on there at that stage if you had you're put in charge of a franchise mega auction comes up you've got all of the money piled up in front of you you've got your first bid to make on a player to bring into your franchise who do you recruit first Anand Andre Russell if fit Neil Rashid Khan Harry Hardik if fit Hardik Pandya if fit and I, I'm going to stick with my answer AB de Villiers just because I want to take him out for dinner and talk to him all day long and just uh, tell him how much I love him <laughs> that, that uh, concludes the proceedings for today's podcast we will be back to talk about the double headers tomorrow exciting day KKR losing today against the Punjab Kings but tomorrow sees Mumbai Indians against the Delhi Capitals and Rajasthan Royals against the Chennai Super Kings Anand, Neil and Harry a pleasure to talk to you as always this evening on the podcast and uh, thank you everybody out there for watching Stroke Listening however you take us um, on any major podcast platform whatever it is then uh, thank you for your support of the Cricket Badger podcast we'll see you again tomorrow to talk all things IPL Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Thanks for listening. We'll be back every day throughout IPL 14. Have your say on Twitter on at Cricket underscore Badger. We'll see you again tomorrow. Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.